Alright, so I'm on the road right now and I'm bored out of my mind, so I figure I might as well do a little podcast here. So, I don't even know what to talk about. Let's talk about business. Let's talk about business. So, you know, I've um, gone through the effort of starting a little consulting business right now. And this is really the accumulation of everything that I've been listening to and really just getting sick and tired of doing absolutely nothing about it. So... You know, um, when, when you listen to the people who are successful and, the, and what they try and sell you, you know, this all goes back to the millionaire fast lane. You know, you really need to de- decipher the difference between, you know, what people say and what people do to actually make their money. It's, it's, a, very, it's a completely different thing. They'll sell you real estate. They'll sell you training. Um, but they're actually making money on the training itself. They're training people. So you need to learn how to become a producer versus a consumer. Consumers can never be rich because they are spending money and they're not making money. So I had to change my whole mindset and I just realized, you know, I got I to gotta kick this stuff off the ground. So, oh man, I don't even know where, where to begin, where to begin. So let's talk about real estate first, you know, just quickly about the problem. I'm buying rentals, right? I'm buying rentals that I, I, I purchased four, I sold two, I, and then I, I bought another two. But let's be honest, even when I work my ass off and I and I find a deal, let's just say I find a deal, 100000 you know, below market in the as-is condition, which, which frankly is very difficult to find, but that's what I specialize in. Even when I do that, let's just say it takes me a year to do that, okay? I got to still put the down payment in to, to gain that equity. I still got to, you know, put in some money for repair. So all that money, you know, is cash out of pocket, even though I'm putting very little down and I'm putting very little into repairs. This is money that's leaving my pocket versus coming into my pocket. And of course, I'm in LA, so I'm not making... You know, I'm breaking even in terms of cash flow. I'm not making any money. This is a long-term plan. This is investing. So I make the classic mistake. I'm going to get a little passionate about this because I get pissed off thinking about, you know, what I've done. Not what I've done, but really, you know, how, how so many people have it backwards and how I had it backwards for so long too. You know, a lot of people have it completely backwards. They, they, they start investing with very little money. They, they make... 50,000 a year or less. They make $100,000 or less a year at their job, you know, household income, maybe between them and their wives. Let's just say they make 300,000 or 400,000 or 500,000 as a as a household between the the husband and the wife or the couple. We live in LA. There's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of um, boy boy girl girl stuff going on. Whatever it is, your choice. You know, let's just say the combined income is half a million dollars. You're bringing home 250 a year. If you're going to continue at that pace, how much money can you really make? I mean, you are above average, you're upper middle class, but that's essentially where it's going to start and end. You're not going to get, you know, significantly further ahead than the next guy, and you're most certainly going to not beat the rat race. You can retire early. But retirement is not going to be what you think it is. It's going to be, you're going to continue to live the lifestyle that you've been living, essentially. And now the difference is you're going to be worried about running out of money. You know, to people who only make, you know, 50 or 100,000, you think that, um, oh, hold on a second. Let me see. No, not that one. 
Sorry, sorry. One second, one second, please. Okay. Okay, so... That, that's the constant mistake. People make this mistake all the time. Take exit 19 for Fullerton Road. Even better. People, mis people make this mistake all the time. You should not invest when you're not making enough money. The first rule, and Grant Cardone says this in his book. You know, he made a very short book about it. Frankly, he should have made it a little bit longer because I think um, people probably don't respect it as much because it's more like a booklet. I think it's like 100 pages. It's like the millionaire booklet. Um, you know, he says increase your income. People, you have to give people more of a strategy on how to do this. A lot of people have a big problem with this step. They don't know what to do. How do I make more money? How do I, you know, get a promotion at a job? Yeah, that's great. But unless you be, unless you're on the CEO track or VP track or or something along those lines, you know, it, it's it's going to be difficult. And let me tell you something about the people who are CEOs and VPs and even directors, you know, most managers even. Um, uh, the, the Millionaire Fastlane talks about this in, in great in great detail. It, it does a it does a really great job. You know, people work 40 hours a week in hopes to get promoted to become a manager, so they, they can work 60 hours a week. And what do you think is going to happen? You know. And once you're a manager, now you're sucked in. Now you're locked in. You've you've planted roots. The management team knows you there. You know they put their faith into you. You you feel like you owe them something because they promoted you. You've worked your ass off, and now they're giving you a little bit more money. They're giving you instead of the standard three to five or eight percent incentive. Instead of the three, instead of the three to eight percent incentive, if you're a really good boy, you know now you get the ten to fifteen percent. Ooh, you know you get so excited. You know, fucking ten to fifteen percent. Oh my god, what am I gonna do? First of all, you know, I've gotten ten fifteen thousand dollar bonuses before. That is nothing after you take away taxes. Okay, when you cut that in half, into let's just say you get fifteen thousand dollars, you get seventy five hundred dollars per year it's a, it's an annual it's an annual raise right it's an annual incentive so you get that once a year and you've already planned out what you're going to do with that money you probably want to go on a vacation you want to buy a boat you're going to add you're going to add that back um that back porch you've always been talking about so you can start barbecuing i mean jesus you're gonna wait. You're gonna wait your entire year to build a freaking back porch or to take a vacation because you've been waiting for that bonus for so long. I mean, is that is that really the goal? Is 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 that really the maximum capacity that you are capable of doing in a year? If your time is worth your salary plus a ten thousand a ten a ten percent bonus per year, ten fifteen percent bonus. My goodness, I mean that's fine. I mean lots of people are content that way, then so be it. You know, and that's great. Every you know, um, owners need employees. You know, I need to hire people. Um, the uh, GE needs to hire people, right? Um, HSBC needs to hire people. Bank of America needs to hire people. So, you know, the, and there's always gonna people be people like that. And let me let me just break off really quickly about. A mindset because I think a lot of people have a problem with a certain part of what I'm saying you know some people think well what if we were all like that then we would not even have a society we can't all be you know business owners 
we some of us need to we need employees, right? So what system works for everybody? You know, that is just a complete wrong and stupid way of thinking. You know, if you mature enough, you'll understand that different folks have different strokes, you know, different people want different things and they they like they they have different aspirations, they have different ambitions, you know, other people are more content with with different things. And that's nothing wrong with that, you know. There, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. So I don't judge people who aren't like that. I just understand you're you're a different type of person. You have different expectations for what you want to do in your life. You, you'd rather spend, you know, more time. I don't even, you know, I don't get it because I'm not one of those people. But so I don't want to say it. You know, I'm sure I'm sure they could explain it better than I can. But you know, you get where I'm going with this. They they have different they have different goals. So, but that's the wrong mentality. You need to have a killer mentality. You need to have a, a mentality like, I don't, I don't care. You need to stop worrying about anybody else except for you. You need to be selfish about what, about what you need, what you need to get, you know, what your goals are and how to get them. You need to be selfish, extremely selfish in this manner. That doesn't mean that you're selfish when it comes to business and, and working with people. I have, you know, I care about, um, you know, the, the people that work for me and I care about, you know, my, my friends and family and my coworkers and all that type of stuff. Um, just as much as, um, the next guy. Okay. Those are two very different things just because, you know, I have different goals and expectations for myself doesn't mean that I can't respect and appreciate and conversate with people who have different goals and expectations with their life. You see what I'm, you see what I'm saying? So you have to get over that. Be selfish about about yourself for now. And Grant Cardone talks about this in his book, um, Be Obsessed or Be Average, my favorite book. My favorite book by him, by the way. You know, you need to be obsessed with yourself for a little bit. I definitely recommend reading that book, so I won't go into that anymore. But anyways, so, you know, you can't invest before you increase your income. And if anything, this may be like um, an addition or a supplement to maybe um, Grant's book, you know, the Millionaire Booklet, or you know, one any other really book that that's really honest about you know the the path to um, wealth. So you can't you can't start investing with until you get your income up. And really, your goal should always be your number one goal should always be increase your income. That will never end, ever. Investing is a hobby. You know, rather than trying to find a great deal where you can save 20, 20 or 40 or $80,000 on a house, think about how you can increase your income enough to where that minor difference is irrelevant and you can just buy houses maybe for a, a little bit less discount and now you can buy more houses. You know what I mean? Buy more rental properties, buy more multifamilies or whatever it is that you like to invest in. Everything becomes easier when you increase your income. Because time itself is going to fix a lot of any errors you make in your investing side. That's, that's the point of investing. Investing is a long-term payoff, but it is, the, it is the killer of time. You will die an old person before, I mean, it's really for your later years, for you to, you know, blow some cash when you get older, if you want to give some inheritance to your children, you know, leave a legacy. That's really one of my passions. You know, my kids don't even know. But I mean, that's that's my goal. They're all going to be set. But you know, as you can tell already, 
they're they're not gonna grow up like they're gonna think that they're set. They're gonna grow up and they're gonna work like they're poor, essentially. They're gonna be they're gonna have money and they're gonna work like they're poor. That's that's how my kids are gonna grow up. And they'll probably hate me, but um, I'll do my best not to make that happen. <laughs> I love my girls to death. Love my girls to death. So, anyways, increase your income. Um, you know, one thing that Grant does talk about is, and you really, you really have to, you know, if you don't, if you don't understand his character, I think a lot of people get turned off by him. So that's a, that's, that's a tough part for a lot of people. So I'll try to explain that a little bit. You know, um, he talks about doing something that you already know how to do. You have to, you only know how to do something. And if you ask yourself to make a big leap into a completely different area, it's possible, but is it probable? How probable it is that you're gonna go and you know if you're um, if you're a gardener or if you're a nurse or a doctor or um, I don't know uh, what what else uh, like a lawyer? What are the odds you're gonna become a a um, developer like um, a software developer or a programmer? You know what I mean? Like you're already busy with your life. Whether or not you have a family, you have a job, you know, you have you have your daily tasks, you have all this other stuff. You need something to do that's already related to what you do so that you can so that you can leverage off of it. So that now you're learning two things at once. Maybe there are certain fields in your area that you're not, you know, um, a subject matter expert on, but you have some competency in it. So maybe you could do some training for that. Maybe you could provide some materials or forms, you know, to sell in that in that type of field. Maybe there's a, a need in your in your field, but in some of your other customers or or clients that that are currently being unmet. So let me tell you the the all knowing secret to to business. Um, obviously, sales. There's two parts actually. Sales, marketing, sales, advertisement. That's one. You better learn to love that. That's why you gotta love Grant, because no one will tell you that the most important thing about any business is sales. And once you get that part of the out of the way, and you realize that nobody knows you, and that your one goal is to get your name even out there, and you have to spend money to do it, some money, not a lot, but some money to do it, you know, um, it, the world will change for you. The, the the entire world will change for you. So that's one thing. And the other thing is, you need to find a need. What is the need of somebody? What is the need of your industry, of your clients? Okay? The the worst thing that you that your perception can be about business is that I need to learn how to shove a product or a service down somebody's throat until they buy from me at some exorbitant exorbitant uh, cost. And I'm going to charge some big markup fee cuz I'm a great salesman. You know, this is the complete opposite dead way of thinking. If you think like that, you're gonna run into a brick wall and you're gonna realize that you're not that smart, you're not that good at sales, that's not even sales to begin with, you know? And people will hate you, you'll, you'll not like what you do and you'll quit before you even start. And that's probably what you've done already if you've tried anything and you don't, and you don't understand these principles. So let's just, let me just give you an example. I just want you to try this one thing. If any of you, anybody's even interested, just try this one thing. You know something, whatever it is, it's in an industry. That industry has businesses or clients or consumers, right? It has to. Every industry has somebody that gets sold something. Talk to one of them, talk to five of them or 10 of them and just be like, hey, 
What do you need? What is it that you hate right now? What is it that's causing you problems? That's sucking up your day's time? What is it that, you know, if you just had somebody to take care of this one thing, your day would free up and all those other things that you wanted to get to, you could finally get to. And, and whatever that is, I'm sure it's a process. It's a process. It's probably some task. It needs somebody with, um, you know, at least a high school education who can put two and two together and do the work for them. And let me tell you what your benefit is. Your benefit to whoever that is, is that you can do it proficiently, efficiently, and for a decent price. It's not going to be, you're not, you're not working like you're in Venezuela. You're not some cheap labor, so don't try and underbid everything. Okay, you, you, you shouldn't offer prices that you can't survive on. That makes no sense, okay? And that's another thing, price is a myth. Man, I, I know you guys hate me talking about Grant so much, but the dude's a, a freaking genius. So pr- price is a myth. And, and if price isn't a myth, then you, you have the wrong product, okay? But you don't know that until you try a lot, so a lot of people give up too early. Anyways, I'm, a, I'm, div- I'm diverging a lot. The point is needs. You have to focus on needs. Talk to people. Be direct. Be honest. Don't, don't think that you need to sell them anything. Don't think that you need to um, help them you know, understand something because they're not smart enough to understand themselves, okay? No, they're, they're experts at what they do. They're doing the business. They've been doing what, they, what you want to get from them, okay? You just need to show that, listen, I'm not trying to come off as somebody who's smarter than you. That's not my job. You know how to do this. You just don't have the time to do it. So I'm going to come in. I'm going to charge a one-time fee. I'm going to charge maybe a recurring fee. It's going to be cheaper than whatever is costing you now. Calculate. Tell, tell this to the, your consumer once you figure out what their needs are. Tell the, you know, Do some rough math for them in terms of time and energy. What are the opportunity costs that it's costing you right now to, to, to waste your time with these little tasks? Give it to me. I'll charge you a fair price and you get your time and energy back. Sorry. So anyways, you know, that's, um, I could go on and on about that. You know, it's just been mind boggling to me, you know, learning this and actually applying it, getting out there. You know, I love it. Actually, a lot of people, you get scared about it. You get scared talking to people. Let me tell you something. Another thing to expect. Let me tell I, I, I know other business owners that do this too. They have, um, they have a few clients they're extremely scared to lose them. They're the only clients that they have. Those clients are slowing down work. They're not giving them as much work. And now they're panicking that someone else is taking their work and all this stuff, okay? Don't, that, that will never be your problem. You need to understand, there's a 99% chance whoever your competitors are, they're small time, they're tiny. Your job is to create a system where you're continuously bringing in leads. Most likely, your competitors are not doing that. Okay, they don't know how to do it. They don't know when to do it. They don't know how to get them. What what venues? What what um, networking or or lead generation tools that they have? They don't know any of that stuff. You know, you probably don't know any of that stuff either. So, frankly, listen. If you're interested, let me know. Give me a call. We can talk. You know, email me. Um, I don't even know if you can reach out through this podcast or not. 
you can email me. My email is at uh, robw0328 at gmail.com. I think I have like three followers to this podcast. But, you know, if anyone's interested, I can talk more about it. I love talking about it. And um, it's fun. It's really fun. And you know what? I'll go out. Uh, th- this is what I offer. If anybody wants, you know, me to come out with them and show them how to do some of this, I'll do it with you. You know, once you get over the fear factor, it becomes so much easier. Once you realize that everybody out there is just like you, they have the same, you know, job responsibilities, the same insecurities, the same mortgage. They all got kids or families or houses. You know, the same problems that you and I have. So once once you try once. Once you get over all of this stuff, um, life becomes so much easier and you'll start to enjoy it a lot more too because, you know, life is about connections. Life is about connections, meeting people, meeting new people, learning new things, trying new things. Um, I, I saw a quote one time, it's like, life begins at the edge of your comfort zone or, or something like that. And um, I, I believe that fully. So you have to continuously put yourself in in awkward situations you're gonna make a fool out of yourself you're gonna get no you're gonna get told no a lot of times a lot of people are gonna say they don't need anything that's expected consider the fact that it's just a numbers game as soon as you realize it's a numbers game you're gonna get a lot of no's your your mentality will change immensely okay um everybody thinks oh once you get your first appointment my god you should see what happens to people when they get the first appointment. They think if they don't get this a job and they can't close a deal at some price that's ridiculous to the client, that the life is going to end and, and they quit. And they go in there, they're extremely you know, um, tight with themselves. They're like um, super agity because they feel like they absolutely need to get this deal or the world's going to fall on them, you know. Um, and then, of course, what's going to happen? They come out. They come off as disingenuous. They come off as awkward. They come off as somebody that the the client cannot communicate with, because in the end, if they can't communicate with you, then they can't work with you. Because how can you provide a quality product to what they need if they can't tell you honestly, in plain terms, in dumb dumb terms, what they need? Okay, they need to drop their insecurities like you and just, you know, be open with what they need. And you need to be open with what, what, what you can provide. Be confident, you know, be honest, be, be overly confident because frankly, everything is just a process. You can do anything. You know, you just need to, you just need to understand, once you understand it's a process, you, you also forget some of that, you know, lack of confidence you have in some different areas. So I'll tell you something. I sold, you know, I, I've been selling some products now. Bef- I, bef- I sold the product before I had the product, okay? Can you imagine that? I, I sold the product before I had the product. Yeah, I can do this, sir. I will do it. I knew I could do it. I knew I could create the process. I knew I could create the documentation. It's simple. I You know, I, I have an understanding of it. it. It's not that difficult, but I got the sale first. Just go out there. Don't don't spend time trying to develop your product. Why don't you go out there and try to get a sale first? Okay? Get a sale first and then deliver. Try that. 
Because I guarantee you, you'll learn a lot more from that before you before you do anything else. And what you might find out is you develop the product, nobody wants it, they want something else, and now you gotta develop that anyway. You gotta, you gotta figure that out anyway. You have to deliver that service anyway. So, you know, it, it makes no sense to, to spend all your time, energy, and God forbid you spend any money on, on, on too much money on a product that people don't want, okay? I just spent, what? A few hundred bucks outsourcing uh, this 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 guy in I forget he's like in um, Indonesia or something to create this these forms for me and you know I, I blast it out I'm like I, I get a few sales but it's not like it's, they're coming blasting down my door but the benefit to some of those things are you know that will always be there now that I've created I can always sell it and I always I can always attach it to other things that I'm that I'm trying to provide, you know, if I provide some training or I provide some consulting or um, or something like that, then I can say, hey, do you need these two? You can buy them from me, we have a discount, etc., etc. All of this takes energy, okay? You can't do this from your freaking couch. So, you know, stop watching so much TV, man. So I, I watch a lot of TV too. I, br- I bring my laptop out sometimes. I love basketball, but, you know, you gotta... You gotta cut the cord once in a while. You know, the most people who do well, man. If I had to say one thing that that will make them do well, just just stop watching so much TV. You find yourself needing to do something else, you know. And if your mind is focused towards um, increasing your income, then I mean, just by nature, you you will make progress in something, even if it fails or sucks. You will do something because there's just so much time in the day. Don't ever say there's not enough time. God gave us more than enough time, okay? More than enough time. He gave us too much time, frankly. So, no excuses there. Okay, I'm at my destination. This is a good 20, 30 minute talk here. Hope you've enjoyed it. Have a good day. Have a good weekend.